0: How can using studies done on the word because help you as a marketer? Stay tuned and find out. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology. And I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online, but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com what is up what is up what yeah hell is up my dark horse friends and family welcome back to another dose of because discount marketing learning i'm your dark horse host tracy brinkman you know i've been in the uh the coaching and course creation and online space since like oh my gosh the 90s i'm dating myself here but here's the thing here i am still learning and that's why i'm here to share with you what I have learned and what I am still learning about course creation, entrepreneurship, infopreneurship, which I think to me begs the question, who are you? And to me, my friend, that is infinitely more important. The answer to that is infinitely more important. I think you are a driven entrepreneur, more specifically, perhaps an infopreneur with or seeking some coaching or online course model in your business, or maybe you're just hoping to have that very, very soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal or business tips. And results. Got to have those results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into your infopreneur and course creation success with some actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game. Why? Well, because as we all already know, there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. All right, so let's talk about the number one discounting mistake that marketers make nowadays. I've seen this time and time again. Plus, I want to give you a little extra tip on how to retain uh, customers and members longer, right? You will catch that one towards the end, so hang on with me here. Now, many of us have read any of the number of the books that are out there, and uh, what is it, um, the Power of Influence, I believe it was. Anyway, there was a study in there. And I remember the study was called, um, I remember what the study was called. Here I am rambling here for a second. Let me catch myself. Remember those studies that they did um, about the word because, right? It was in one of the anchor studies towards the beginning of that particular book. And they, they had their researchers try to cut in line of people waiting for different things if I I know one of the big ones was writing in line at a Xerox machine so it kind of tells you when the uh, when the study was done. Now sometimes the researchers when they went to cut in lines would just simply say, hey, can I cut in front of you and other times they would say, hey, can I cut in front of you because I'm in a hurry now, Notice that the 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 reason that they gave was really lame, right? It wasn't hey because I you know have this big meeting and I'm late and blah blah. blah." And you could assume from the the first question that they asked without using the word because that they were in a hurry, right? Can I cut in front of you, right? You could just make that assumption. But I think the point of the study here was to see if that using that word because would make a difference, and it did. Something like twice as many people allowed the researchers uh, to cut in line simply because they used the word because. Now, it, it even worked if the researcher said something as super lame as, can I cut ahead of you because I want to? Yeah, it might be dumb, but it still worked. Now, sooner or later in, in your, the world of business, you're going to be running a sale. Or a discount in your online business, yeah, even in your brick-and-mortar business, should you have one. Now, hopefully it's sooner, and I say that because discounts make a lot of sales. Uh, here's a really cool example, and I've, I've shared this a couple of times. Here's how I really learned how effective discounts are. Now, we all know that, hey, if I do a discount, people will buy. There's an organization I worked for, Legendary Whitetails, and uh, a few weeks before Black Friday, which everyone knows is when everyone kind of holds on to their wallet. All right, Black Friday is a week away or two weeks away. I'm going to go and I'm going to get most of my Christmas presents on Black Friday and because they're going to have all the amazing sales. And retailers have really used leverage that Um marketing campaign of Black Fridays. I mean, some people put out secret lists, they they quote unquote leak them, etc. Well history of Whittails took this one step further and they created a sales opportunity that they would institute about three or four weeks before Black Friday. So just just right before, maybe even two weeks before, right? And it would be their deepest discount that they would offer for the entire year not for the holiday season but for the entire year so if you wanted to get your flannel or your jacket or your hoodie or your baseball cap or whatever any one of the number of products that they sold at the best price available from them you would have to do it on that particular sale okay and then on black friday of course they would have still have a good sale so you feel like you missed out you could actually get something on their on their best sale ever and then receive the product try it out and like oh wow i really like this this is awesome especially if you're a new customer or it's one of their newer products and then on black friday still get it at a great price because they would still offer a great price but it wasn't the price you got it at before anyway so there's another tactic so hopefully you're you're going to be doing discounts uh, sooner rather than later because they do generate a lot of sales but here's something you might not realize. If you run a discount without giving a reason why, you are subconsciously to your customer and your prospect devaluing your product. I'm discounting the XYZ product today. And they're sitting there thinking, well, why? Are you just, is it no longer any good? Is the information no longer valuable? Is it worthless than it was before? Is it worth less than it was before or is it worth less, right? So let's say you're creating a new course, right? We're big course creation fans around here. It's one of the anchors of this show. And you're going to offer a discount to people who buy the course before it's available as a reward for trusting you and because you want their input, right? You want to put that course out to them first. Um, You want to get their input on what they want to make sure is in it, whatever it is. Now, you could give your readers oh, or your listeners or your prospects uh, two weeks, one week to sign up before the launch at a discounted price, and you'll make some money up front, right? Win-win. They get a, a good value product at a better price, and you get some up cash to maybe fund your ads and et cetera. Now, you're discounting this because they're early birds, Once it launches, it will be at full price and you'll never discount it again. Well, actually you will. Think about this. Let's say your course will launch at $199, but your pre-launch discount is $99. Now, once your course launches, you'll never sell it again at $99. But you could raise your price of your course when you update it, when you add extra bonuses and extra content to the course you could raise that price to three ninety nine, dollars and then later you can discount it for a period of time back down to $1.99 the original price as long as you give them a reason now you're still not going back down to that $99 price so you're holding true to your commitment to your original uh, early birds by not discounting it at that price but you, you see how this works right You're giving a reason for the discount and you're still maintaining your integrity that, hey, I'm never going to discount it to this price ever again. But giving you a reason for a discount is a hugely powerful tool because it validates the price for the customer and it does not devalue the product. Remember that, doesn't devalue the product. That's the important part. Now, what reason would you give for a discount? (laughs) Well. They're, I think the reasons are endless, right? It's a holiday. It's your birthday. You're migrating your website. You're celebrating the birth of your baby. You're buying a new home. It's the one-year anniversary of the product. On and on and on. I just bought a dog, right? Any reason can work. Now, what you want to do, though, uh, when you do golf a discount is you want to limit the time frame of the discount. Maybe it's the next 48 hours. Maybe it's the next five days, right? Whatever, whatever comfortable, whatever makes sense for you. And always a give a reason why you're doing it. Like, hey, maybe on Black Friday, here's this amazing price. But then what do they do after that? They came up with Cyber Monday, right? So they you, there's all these different reasons. Well, Black Friday, it's going to be ninety-nine dollars. Cyber Monday, it's going to be hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Cyber, the rest of Cyber Week, it's going to be one ninety-nine. You see how that works, right? Now, on the flip side of that would be the question: When do you refuse to discount? Well, let me let me answer it from my perspective. When do I refuse to discount? One thing I don't do is discount something just because a customer asks. Just a personal preference. It is. You, you choose to follow that guideline or not. You can, be, you can be different. Now, have I done that 157% of the time? No. There's been times where you go, okay, here's what I can do. All right? And if you choose, you can do this too. You can negotiate with the customer who asks for a discount, for example, you can offer to remove some of the boxes, right? Maybe there is an extra piece you added on and you're like, okay, I'll give it to you for that price, but you no longer get X, Y, or Z, okay? Yeah, that's fair. They're asking you for a lower price. You're saying, okay, I'm going to take some of the value away. Fair enough. Um, and, and please know that just because... Some marketer out there sells a product that's similar to yours for a lower price, that is not really a valid reason to discount your product. Let me give you an example. If you think about traffic generation products out there, there's a plethora of out there of them. So the traffic gen- there are traffic generation products out there that you can get for free. There's some that cost 17, 27, 47 dollars. And there are some that cost thousands like ten thousand dollars. I saw one not too long ago, it's about two years ago I saw it. Uh, a very prominent gentleman who was really known for his traffic generation, offered a program, series of videos, series of um, you know zoom calls and everything and it was like I think it was 697 or something like that. so seven thousand dollars. Which one of those programs, any of those I've mentioned, do you think would offer the most value? Yeah, write the higher priced one. Right? The higher perceived value. Now, I've always thought it's better to have 100 customers that pay you $1,000 than it is to have 10,000 customers that pay you $10. Right? Uh, the $1,000 customers, well, first off, they have money to spend. They, they invested $1,000. Right, They figured out how to make it happen. Uh, and they have spent some of that money with you. And more likely or not, they'll be open to the next upsell that you send them. Oh, wow, here's another upsell. Tracy's already provided me all this amazing value for my $1,000 product. Let me give this one a shot. In the terms of customer service now, wouldn't you think it's easier to take care of 100 customers than it is 10,000? Let's take that one step further. The mindset and the type of customer service expected between those two are going to be vastly different. The person that buys a a bunch of $17 products can be, can be, not all of them will be, can be some of the most challenging customer service um, opportunities that you will ever face. Now, someone who takes the time and does the research and invests a higher amount of money for example, the 697 product I mentioned, or even the $1,000 customers that we we're talking about here, when they have a customer service issue and they reach out to customer service, usually they've taken the extra time to try everything they can to make it work. And they're a lot more flexible, right? They're more, I don't want to use the phrase down to earth, but there it is. I just said it. So when you're tempted to lower the price, um, just because... Joe Schmo over there is selling something similar and it looks like your product and they are selling it for peanuts doesn't mean you should do it the last thing you're going to want is to be known as the bargain basement Bob of the internet world of your course whatever your niche is oh look every time Joe Schmo or Jane Doe lowers their price oh bargain basement Bob over there is going to go ahead and lower theirs as well so you know Put your value into your product and put your price based on that value. Now, let's talk about something a little different here. Slightly different than this disc- discount, one that is going to earn customer loyalty. It's a must to earn customer loyalty. Now, this, this, was a, this is a great tactic. And how, let's talk about how a small discount can help you retain members far longer. Now, before I give you this, right, I'm going to tease it just a little bit longer. One of the keys you're going to need to know in your business is is knowing your numbers, and you know I have a, a great little. I want well, it. It's a lead magnet, right? It's how I get your email from you, um, and it's all about knowing your numbers. And some of the numbers that people forget about. And uh, you'll see it. So, if you go over to the website www.darkhorseschooling.com, you hear it any number of times during this this show. Down there at the bottom of the page, you'll see the little sign up for for the success formula. It doesn't cost anything. I'm not going to charge you anything. I want to give you some information for free, just like I'm doing here in this podcast. And some of the things you'll learn in there is the number one key to the world's most successful businesses and how they grow their profits. We're going to talk about three surefire ways to get your customers spending money with you every time they take out their credit card. We're going to talk about six things that you can test right away, right now, to maximize your order form upsells and cross-sells. We're going to talk about nine ways to boost the lifetime value of your customer. And we're also going to teach you how to determine the lifetime value of your customer. If you don't know how, you do this and you'll make money, more money, with your current customers. Easy peasy, right? Uh, you want customers to spend more money with you? Well, let's give you six simple ways to create a better customer experiences. And th- this one works way better than you think. We're talking about five simple ways that you need to reduce refunds, create happier customers, and generate uh, some repeat orders. This is all, all for free. I'm just going to give this to you, right? We're going to talk about three ways to increase the member retention, I'm about to give you a tip here that is not in there. Uh, and we're going to talk about reducing the refunds on recurring bills. This is great if you have a membership site or a recurring billing course or maybe a SaaS program, right? And and there's there's much more. So go down, go go to the website when you're done listening to this. Hopefully, you've gotten some value out of this so far, and you're like, okay, he's giving me some value. Let me go check this out. Um, drop your email address in there. We'll shoot that right over to you. All right. Now, when it comes to how we're going to use these small discounts to retain members for far longer, well, here's one of the cool things. Residual payments that come in month after month, they could be on software programs. They could be on coaching, memberships, courses, right? Um, You could create a course that you're like, yeah, I could sell this for $9.97, but I'm going to go ahead and offer it to you for, I don't know, 197 a month for any number of months. But let's say in this case you're offering coaching. Now, you might want to tell them up front that as of month three or four, five, you, you choose, you'll be offering them a discount on the monthly fee. Now, the reason you give is because it helps you with your scheduling and you're rewarding them for being a longer term customer. Now, in our example here, discounting your coaching starting with month three gives your students uh, the great incentive to stick around past month two and beyond. Because starting in month three, they're going to pay less, right? Plus, here's here's the cool thing. Really, if you think about it, the coaching gets easier for you after a couple of months, too, because your client has gotten into the swing of things. And now they understand, or now you understand what your client needs from you. So you're spending a lot less upfront uh, up time um, maybe doing some research. You're spending more time actually leveraging your knowledge for their gain. Now, what if you offer a monthly subscription on your membership site? You can consider. You could consider, my IT's just over my uh, tongue and I couldn't see what I was saying. You could consider membership dues starting maybe at month three or four. Now, here's what I would do with this one. This is a great one is what is the, uh, the drop off rate, right? If you figure out what your drop off rate is for your membership site, you'll say, wow, it seems like every time I get a new member in, on average, they hang around for two months. Well, then you tell them that starting in month three, I'm going to offer you a discount. And if they're hanging around for three months, you tell them that in month four, I'm going to give you a discount. You you feel where I'm going with this, right? It gives them a good incentive to stick around. And the reason you can give that discount is because, well, you want to reward your best customers. Um, You might also place members in a coveted, air quotes here, inner circle. Once they reach a given milestone, that gives them even more benefits. Yeah, they're paying less and they're receiving more. I get it. I can hear you right now. But consider this. Say most members drop off between two and six months and you offer them that discount at three to get them a little further along. And then you offer them another uh, bonus, maybe the inner circle at month five or six. Imagine if you could keep those folks around for many more months, you get them you go from two to six months. Maybe you get them go from six to 12 or maybe even a year or two or more at a discounted rate. Yeah. Is it well worth it for you to do so? Uh, I, my head is nodding. Uh, hopefully yours as well. Here's the thing. Um, there was a study done and actually I was involved in this study and I did this. It was, gosh, back in my Coca-Cola days. We found that it was... cheaper to keep a current customer than it was to go out and market to a new one. 67% cheaper. So whatever you're spending to get a new customer, say you're spending $50 to get your new customer in the door and check in hand or credit card in hand already paid to you. Now, take that and divide it by 67%. Yeah, okay, okay. So, you know, do the math. So, doing these little discounts to keep them around longer. Yeah, sure. Maybe you're not charging them $9.99. Maybe now you're charging them five ninety nine. dollars But they stick around for a year? Yeah, do that math. Now, again, also, the whole basis of this particular episode is to remember to give them a reason for every single discount you offer. And consider offering discounts to members for their length of stay, right? You know, for a predetermined length of time. If they're here for a while, hey, you know what? You've been around here for six months and I appreciate you. We're going to give you a discount. And if you're here for 12 months, we're going to make you part of this. Or you're here eight, you know, nine months, we're going to make you a part of that or add this bonus or that bonus, whatever it is, and get them to stay around longer. Yeah, there you go. All right, so remember to go back to the website and get that success formula. Have, get all those other tips that I haven't included in this episode or other episodes. Whew. And if you want to keep getting all these success tips, make sure you go on down there, hit that subscribe button, yeah, and go ahead and leave us a five-star rating, and leave us some kind words in the review. And really, that's really for my Apple and Spotify listeners. For the other platforms, if there's opportunities to hit a subscribe button, please do so. It is your way of telling those podcast platforms, whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on, that you are getting some value from this show or whatever show you listen to at the time that you do that. And in doing so, they're saying, oh, we have these people getting value from the show. Let's lift that show up a little bit in the rankings so they can reach, in our case, more entrepreneurs just like you. So if you're getting some value, please take a moment. Show the love. All right. You get out there, you run your race, you get your results, and come let me hear about it. Seriously, Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com. Tell me what tip or idea you came away with, how you put it into action, and what results you got from it. Who knows? might bring you on a show and let you share your story. Until next time, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.